It's time for gate speed as we talk harness racing. Jason Bonington, good morning to you, or good, good afternoon. Uh, yep, now it's 14 past 12. Yes. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. And Blake Redden, good afternoon to you once again. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. Let's start it all off with the five things we learnt. And number one, Monarch makes king of himself in Mari's Idol. Is he now the best trotter in this country, Blake? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump pump the brakes a bit there, Gareth. Oh. He's... Uh, We've we've spoken across many months and years of gate speed of, in terms yeah. of being on the pegs at Melton and what it can do, and he just broke their hearts. Now, yes, you can look at Tornado Valley and say, well, he was a bit disappointing, but I think if you reverse their positions in transit, it would have been a much uh, much more stirring duel. But, um, yeah, well, I know Bond has a big opinion of Tough Monarch, so I'll let him take the lead here. Is he the best trotter in... In Australia, I wouldn't go that far just yet. Is well, so who off? is Blake? Don't sit on the fence. We'll no, pay you to have an opinion. I think Tornado Valley deserves to remain the number one seed, but um, you know, in terms of can he win everything anymore? Probably not. The biggest thing Bakes is uh, concerned about is why his pay hasn't gone in and he's been paid to get an opinion. Where's the money, Bakes is asking. But look, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it's Tornado Valley's still the best. That wasn't the best of him. He was way, way... I know he had to do work and it was a fast mile rate, but that wasn't the real Tornado Valley. And he sort of, you know, you've always got that concern when a horse takes a month off or whatever that they might not be 100%. I don't think Tornado Valley was, in fact, I'm certain of it. What I am certain of is the tough monarch when he's in that kind of mood, he is probably, well, he's as good as any trotter in the land. If he can go 154.4, that's uh, that's 0.7 outside the short course record there at Tabcorp Park Mount. He's been promising this for a long time, and we try and tell people this, Gareth, with trotters, yep. not necessarily with paces. It used to be the way with paces, where you could peak at seven or eight years of age, but with trotters, you can just keep getting better and better and better, particularly if you're lightly raced. He's a seven-year-old now tough monarch, but he is in for no doubt in the world his best preparation this campaign. Some of the great trotters have done some of their best work. Night Pistol did, yeah, did, did, nine, didn't ten. start warming up until, no. he was, uh, until he was an older horse. Didn't bother showing up until no. he was 50. <laughs> Sundean Sun throws down the gauntlet for the trotting ID. You have to go back to New Zealand to watch this trotter flash down the outside and smash a pretty handy field, Blake. Is he a horse that you need to be following before the enters? Oh, I think he, he has to be outright favourite at the minute. Uh, I know tab.com.au have got a market open. We can check that. But the way he won on the weekend, uh, there was probably a number of stories to come from the race, no doubt about that. But the way that he just launched at them, as you say, the turn of foot, the um, the appeal that he has as a trotter is, uh, is pretty special. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was otherworldly on the weekend. And uh, he's only going to get better off that. Um, there's obviously there's going to be questions asked about horses like Engerhein and and Mon Bay. Where are they at in terms of their careers? And um, more so probably Mon Bay than Engerhein. But yeah, at this point, Bond Sunday Sun he's the equal favourite with Tornado Valley for the Trotters into Dominion. We're assuming Tornado Valley won't be no, there. No, he's so not he's... there. So he's a clear three dollar yeah. fifty favourite. Tornado Valley mm. not in the market anymore with tab.com.au, Jason. Well, under the team, they've uh, removed him. He will not be there. Tornado Valley and Sunday Sun. I was um, I was fortunate enough to be there. Well, unfortunate enough, it was an apocalyptic day at Addington when I saw Sunday Sun win uh, win the mm. jewels, and he hasn't been seen since. He was a horse who could do things wrong once upon a rainbow. Um, but he's... what's a what... Once upon a rainbow. Yeah, that's a, that's I've a saying. Heard of that's that. a saying. You know, never it's heard um, of it. it's uh, is it is it the Wizard of Oz? One, it's something, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, you've never heard that one before. Once upon a time. I tell you what, I'll, I'll send <laughs> I'll send you three popular phrases every day, mm-hmm. and then you can you can work them into your speech and your show because you've got to talk for a long time now on RSN Central. Uh, Sunday Sun, very very good horse, very exciting. When the speed was set up for him at the top end by the Dominator, but 
Yeah, he's now doing everything right. He's a very, very exciting trotter to watch. I'm not willing to rule off, you know, rule or put a line through the career of Monbay or anything just yet. He was first up for you a sure? big long break. Uh, yeah, well, he, he was he was a long, long way off his best, but he's going to take plenty of How time. How long have you been think. now? Nine, ten? Yeah, well, we, we were just talking about the fact that if you lightly yeah. race and you, and you Come don't on, Blake. and you don't have uh, well, and you, well big different, I think this one. Well, okay, he's had so, a lot of injuries. So where, when's the line, Bakes? Before you will, or oh, you're saying it now? You're calling it, are you? You're, you're waving the white flag. On Mumbai, done yeah, and dusted. Su- I'd be surprised if he won another race. Oh, that's. Uh, I think. Well, that's going to be interesting to watch. Engine as well galloped, so I'd be giving uh, him another opportunity. Habib Dienta was the other one out of the race, by the way, boys, to to catch the eye. Also, first up from a break. I am personally not uh, burying and uh, creating a memorial for Mumbai just yet. I'll, I'll give him another couple of opportunities mm. at least, but it's going to be hard in the short term to catch up with Sunday Sun, who's flying. We're talking about a cash out situation with Matty Nevitz, mate. Of course, one of our producers here on RSN Sen. He had a chance to cash out before the game. He had Medvedev from a $50 bet going for 95000 Now, he made the right decision and cashed out at 15000 But what the um, uh, point I'm trying to make here is, Bombay, what price did they get offered to sell him to America? Oh, I mean, there's plenty of those stories, isn't there? I'm not sure what the exact price was. It's about a million, was. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, look, there's, there's plenty of those stories around. And, and you've, well, I, they, I, they should have sold. In, but no, listen, Gareth, in life, you've got to make your decision and live with your decision, no matter what it might be. Blake Redden might have called called the end of the career of Monbay. I haven't done that quite just yet. And look, you have two year olds that are up and running. I reckon it was a jet player that they were offered a hundred thousand for, a hundred fifty thousand for. Should have taken it. Well, it depends. No racing person should sell. Come on, it depends guys. what you what you find. It depends. It depends what your situation is. If you're just going to reinvest in another horse or another couple of horses, why would you sell? Because this might be the champion you've been looking for your whole life. It might not be as well, yeah. but. Um, Certainly, you and I, Gareth, because we're usually scratching around for rice bubbles on a Sunday morning, would take the money. But if you've got the cash, I don't see why you wouldn't just take the risk and see what you can do with the horse on uh, on the shores at which you live. I'll put a line through Mumbai. There you go. You heard it first here it's from two, Blake Redden. Two against one. And Blake told me, he talked me into it. Can't um, wait till he wins next. I'm, I probably would be finding Cocoa Pops. Oh. Rice bubbles. <laughs> Fruit Loops. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three. Memphis plays right tune in Gamalite. When I was watching that race, I thought it was a 20 to 1 chance off the back. I had to come four wide. Mm. And then I thought it wasn't, it didn't, didn't handle that turn as well as I, I would have hoped for back in at that $2.90 quote. But then it found another gear in that home straight. And I said, well done to Andy Gath, who declared this horse in the middle stages of the week. And he made you look good once again, Jason, because you put that horse as your letter leaf. Darren Parkin, what's a letter leaf? <laughs> You're still calling it the letter leaf. I have a, no a, idea. It's a lettuce leaf. I was going to say, no I thought, I thought lettuce, lettuce leaf, leaf. Oh, might have been what you were going for. A lettuce leaf. <laughs> you, can see, you can see Gareth Shut going down to the supermarket and going, can I have two carrots and a lettuce leaf, please? What, just what's a lettuce leaf? leaf? I apologize. Well, I don't anyone purchase one leaf? You can't well, really, can you? Well, you, if you want to make like a San Choy bow type situation, yeah. potentially. Yeah. I, look, I'm not sure, but what I will say... I, Is it a $100 note? It's a $100 note. I didn't make it up. I thought it was a New South Wales thing. It's obviously what we do on In The Gig. You put $100 on the one horse you think will win for the week. Well done to you, Gareth. Somehow you made Soho Hamilton blow out from a dollar forty to about two sixty. So you've got maximum price mm-hmm. about him winning during the week. That's how I roll. Uh, we'll talk- crap tipster like <laughs> I am, they will drift <laughs> the market up. We'll be talking a little bit uh, later tonight on Sky Racing too about that on in the gig. But he's very Tomorrow good. Night. Uh, no, uh, tonight. 
Um, I don't, I, no, In the no, you're right. Tomorrow night. I, I, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> creepers. Gates meet used to be Tuesday. Sorry, I, I, I had the production meeting this morning. Gareth wasn't involved in the production meeting, so for some reason, I, I was just going to roll up to the studios yeah. anyway. I'd, I like to do a little. I like to do a little audition before we. Uh, I go and do a half an hour by myself, and then uh, and then I uh, invite everyone else to join in. It, here's He's, the question: What price would it have been that Bond was right and Gareth was wrong, or the other way around in that little conversation? No, I was right because Jason yeah. Bonington's actually turned up with his Richie Benno jacket. And I reckon Bond would have had himself a dollar ten. I'm, I'm headed down to Geelong. I always wear this down to Geelong because it's my hometown. And when I go Great back, I, I like them to see me at my very best. He's right. a very good horse star in Memphis. Um, higher than an eagle. Interesting tactics during the week. We heard that maybe they were going to go back at the start, but yep. obviously a last-minute decision came and decided to run off the arm. He's just not racing quite as well as he can, but he's a good horse star of Memphis. There's no doubt about that. I am a little bit worried about... He did need to sort of balance up once he got into the lane because he didn't you're right he, he seemed to just wobble around the turn and you thought all the momentum's gone here we're in a bit of bother but um, if he can just make that little where would you put him Bakes just quickly against a horse like three ways is he a better horse than three ways is he about at that level uh, that's a great question I think he's probably not there yet but he has the potential to surpass three ways he's got I think he's building right now star of Memphis and okay. you know in six months he might be a much much better horse probably agree okay Point hold all tickets at Maryborough hold, what happened uh, Not that horse you tipped that gallops all the time. I just quickly worked out, Blake. Yeah, that wasn't ideal, Gareth. I'll be honest. No, you but, get... you know, we might have hope here. No, you got to. Yeah, we'll hold all tickets. Oh, they should be disqualified if they gallop anyway. We've been <laughs> over that. Just a waste of time trying yeah. to work out if it had an unfair advantage or not. Mm-hmm. Um, point number four: Raptor continues to build towards Country Cup circuit. That's yeah, Raptor's delight. Don't think we need to go um, deep into this one, Bon. He, he's probably still an unknown commodity to a large degree. Raptors flight, and um, and uh, you could put, say the same about live on Broadway from earlier in the program. But all they can do is win, and and he's doing that at the minute. What I like to see in a horse who's on its way through through its grades as they go into the boxes there for race three at Ballarat is a horse who can do something different. He's led in every start. He couldn't lead. They crossed him, and he won off a trail. Mm. And any horse that can start to do things differently and show an extra string to their bow, I think that's a big tick for them. So a big tip for Raptors Flight, who won his seventh consecutive run on Australian soil on Saturday Talking night. about strings to a bow, this horse we'll talk about next has only got one string to his bow, but he's mm. very good. Mm. This is Gate Speed on the Monday on this Monday afternoon, and point five of the five things we learned: Tiger Tail's out, but what do we make of it? I tell you what, we make of it mm. nothing because he's mm. a horse that needs to lead or be on the pace. And when they go back over a mile, he's a million to one because he hasn't got that turn of foot to put himself into the contest, Blake. So it's a forget run for mine. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. It comes under notice. You can't totally ignore it, but such a big field over the sprint trip. You're right. There were there were plenty of excuses. He made a little bit of ground late, but, you know, I, I wouldn't be just ignoring it uh, totally. Uh, I think, you know, maybe he won't race over a mile too much at the elite level anymore going forward, but um, not great signs. But as you say, we, we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and I've been reliably informed that uh, Star of Memphis is a little bit better than three ways. Uh, That's not hard. And uh, no, well, uh, no, I, yeah, I think we I still think thought we, I brought it to the table. I think we, I think, I think we would agree with that. And uh, obviously, that's uh, that's Blake saying you just had a text from Andy Gath. You've been on the phone to Kevin Pizzuto. You boys are uh, you boys are all over it when it comes to contact. Well, that's our job. We're journalists, Jason. Oh, you should you, try it with something. You get, maybe you get, <laughs> maybe one of you two could have an opinion without going and searching for tips first of all. But anyway, we'll move on. Uh, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's let's calm down. Let's calm I'll down. Give you a tip. Stop putting. 
I'll give you a tip. Stop putting a bucket of gel in your hair every time you turn up. Here. I'll tell you what, you could, it's embarrassing. You could do something. Well, you, there's not a lot to work with upstairs for you, unfortunately, no. Gareth. Hey, hurry up. I'll tell you what, though, it's, it's it's hung on for a fair while at that level. Vic Frost Cup last year. Um, Tiger Tara finished down the track and then he finished down the track again in another Group 3 race yeah. and he still bounced back three runs later won the Victoria Cup so it's should, he, not... should he be racing over the sprint trip if he's not going to be competitive? Um, well, he will if he draws well it's any old horse there's also, there's also He can't draw well Gareth he can't draw well with his prize money there's, Yeah, that he can't with his prize money um, but there's limited opportunities up there unless you're saying that Kevy should have a satellite stable down here and bring a few and just race him at Melton, which would obviously well, probably decimate our free-for-all. So I prefer him racing up there because he'll come down here and win. He's the king of Tabcourt Park, Melton. Yeah, you know. Kevy said, shut up, he's back. Don't worry, he's back. Stop <laughs> running moth. They don't know anything in Victoria. That's what Kevy said. Well, I'm not going to... He's right. I'll tell you one thing he I'm not going to do. He makes it look like fools all the time. I'll tell you, I'm, I don't think we've ever written him off. I think we were tipping him in the Vic Cup at $6. Okay. I'm not going to argue with Kev anyway. No, you shouldn't. I'm not going <laughs> to. I love Kevy Basuto. Good afternoon to you, Kevy. I know he listens to the show religiously. He doesn't miss it. Racing Pulse Tasmania's not far away, mm. and we love our friends over in Tassie. My favourite horse from Tassie, Mystic Journey or Bowtie. It's a flip of the coin for me at the moment. The inevitable after Saturday. Oh, I love Bowtie. What a star he was for the Rattrace. I know Barry Rattray will be listening. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Not far away, Racing Pulse, Tasmania. And don't forget, after 12.30, Alan McDonough will be joining us and John Caldo as well will also have a chat to us. So um, two informed stables, you could say, at the moment. I know that you've got a love affair with Apache Me. Trained by Alan. Now that's no Apache Mean. Yes, Noah I, ha- Patchy, I have got yes. a love affair, and um, he was very, very good on the weekend. And he will be winning the Battle of the Claimers final on Saturday night, but hopefully Alan can confirm that. I thought. reckon you'd be hard to be in the Battle of the Claimers. <laughs> Mate, we're about the same vintage, I'll tell you. <laughs> no. We'd be in the same race, except yeah. you wouldn't be claimed. There'd be a few claims for me, at least. You think so? I believe so, you, yes. You do have a... Oh Alan McDonough, geez, his team's flying at the moment. He joins us on Gate Speed. Good afternoon to you, Alan. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, boys. First of all, no Apache me. Jason wants to well, take that horse home. He loves that Build horse. A statue. Yeah, yeah, he keeps on backing it. Geez, he's been a fine for your stable, and he's the he's basically the king king of the claimers. The king of the claimers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He's been a he's been a great horse with since we come here, and um, probably more so since I've um, took up employment here at Emma Stewart's um, about four and a half months ago. He seems to have really taken into the system good, and uh, he's done a great job. He amazes me, uh, Alan, really. It doesn't matter the tempo of races. I mean, on the weekend, again, they did not put it on at the top end. In fact, they were walking, they were crawling in front, and you thought to yourself, how does he possibly make up the ground? But it really doesn't worry him whether they go go quickly or slowly. He can reel off that incredible last half, no matter what the tempo of the race. In a way, as a matter of fact, in hindsight, I think maybe it it benefited him because he just cruises, doesn't he? And when he gets pulled out three wide about halfway down the back, which seems to be his traditional style now, he just lets rip and he's very, very hard to beat. Greg said like uh, the other night, it's it's getting harder and harder each run because obviously the drivers in the race are starting to know his style of of racing and they're they're more driving to beat him than drive their own half the time and... um, but he, he's a good, a good part about him. He just gives his all horse. And Prada's son goes around the homegrown classic there um, coming up. This has been a pretty handy two-year-old for your stable as well. Yeah, he's, done, he's done a great job. Um, he, he's very inexperienced and probably still is inexperienced the horse. Um, and he had his fourth start last week. Um, he still learns the pace, Bobby, and do things right, but hoping for a good draw in the final, and he, I'm sure he'll put himself good. Alan McDonald's on the line here, and they're not far away at Queanbeyan. Alan, I just want to get your your um, your thoughts on Emma Stewart because you've just started to work there. What makes them 
so great as trainers Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin after watching them closely over the last five months? Um, it's probably hard to put it into one thing. Um, you know, the, I sort of shake my head a lot of times, and um, you know, just just the knowledge that Clayton Clayton has for the horses, and also Emma. Um, Emma does the majority of the driving around the place, but Clayton's just um, his attention to detail and knowing every horse. Um, yeah, like you can you can ask him about any horse in a race or what it's bred by, and I'm talking go back seven years ago, and he'll reel it off to you word for word, quarter for quarter. Um, yeah, they, they just. I've been, been fortunate enough in my time to work for a lot of good trainers, Mark Burden and name a, you can probably name a few more. Um, but, yeah, they've sort of taken it to another level and, you know, I sort of just shake my head in disbelief to just how good they are, really. Yeah, that's a wonderful insight. Mm. Hey, Alan, it's great to see you training plenty of winners. Job well done and we appreciate your time here on Gate Speed. Thank you. There's Alan McDonough there and um, had he's some, kicking had, some goals. Oh, had, he is. He's doing a great job. I had some light refreshments maybe a couple of months back with uh, Clayton's father, Peter Tonkin, who uh, you know very well, Gareth. And he he's, his recall of races from 15, 20 years ago is unbelievable. So it runs in the family. Yeah. Good morning or afternoon to you, Pete. Hey, Blake, thanks for that. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Jason.